Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Pitcher patter, let's get at her. Nice. Nice. Welcome to Counseling on Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. Hey, welcome. What is up? Welcome to another podcast. This is Counseling on Demand, and I'm Fred Riley. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. Hey, while we're at it, uh, if you like this podcast, please be sure to comment, rate this podcast, uh, help us out a little bit. Let's get the word out and uh, let other people know about these shows, these ideas. Everybody can use a little bit of help along the way, maybe the drive-in, maybe uh, just something to listen to in the afternoon or evening. So anyways, uh, rate us, uh, give us those good stars, and, and also comments and and so forth. That would be awesome. So today, uh, what I wanted to talk about is Howard Stern. And uh, think about Howard Stern. Uh, somehow, Howard Stern is in your mind for one reason or another. Usually, he's going to be in your mind as uh, somebody that's kind of the, what do they call him, the shock jockey, I think, is, or shock jock. Or shock something. jock. Shock yeah. jock. Okay, so he's a shock jock. That's John, by the way. Hi. John is the man. <laughs> Everything I know comes from this guy. I'm so, usually neither seen nor heard. But. Well, he's here. He's here, and uh, he's also, as we learned, he helps me spell. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I got, got John here. He can jump in anytime. I really appreciate him, and uh, he's going to give me uh, a little bit. You know, I've, I've learned a lot from him already, and he's going to confirm some things I say just to make sure I make sense. So shock jock, right? We're talking about uh, talking about Howard Stern. Yes. Right. Yeah, Howard Stern. So Howard Stern... Um, what is what comes to mind for you? Uh, shock jock, right? Uh, this is a guy that pushes limits and uh, finds, right, uh, seems like great satisfaction in pushing the edge and, and saying things that are off color and so forth. And he has a tendency to recognize where things don't make sense. The FCC has uh, over $2 million of fines against him, I believe. Um, and uh, he doesn't care, right? He's saying the things that he sees on TV, and so he's going to kind of be a vigilante and say, you know, I'm going to say and do the things that uh, are heard or seen in other media formats. Anyways, he puts himself, uh, he says he's the, he is the ultimate uh, man of media. He's the self-proclaimed king of all media. Okay, the self-proclaimed king of all media. In doing some reading, this guy, you know, he's everywhere, and uh 
He's done a lot of things, participated in so many things, produced so many things that we're not even aware of. Anyway, so you have him in mind, and maybe you can think of other other celebrities and so forth. I honestly am not a big fan of celebrities. It's It, I, it gets me for some reason. I'm not sure why. But one of the things that uh, there's a trend, and uh, Howard Stern uh, is— uh, He's kind of starting up that trend. He's kind of part of it. Uh, just this week, there's an interview. I believe uh, it's about 11 minutes long. We can maybe get a link for you on that. But he talks about therapy. Uh, here we have Howard Stern, not afraid to say anything. And, of course, as I'm listening to uh, this, uh, you know, I read his work, listen to some of his um, broadcasts and so forth. I'm listening to it as a psychologist, and and I can see that hey, this there's a lot of defending, a lot of ego protection there. But recently, he well about uh, 2001, he went to do some counseling uh, for OCD and for different things uh, after a divorce, and uh, this is what needs to happen. Um, so often we look at ourselves as you know not handling things well, so on and so forth. But here we have a guy, and hopefully he can be an example to you, where uh, the guy that he's an egomaniac in many ways, but he's taken a pause here to take a look at himself. I think what an awesome example that is. You know, uh, when you do like radio hosting and so forth, you have a persona, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and it's uh, it's probably hard to kind of step back and, uh, well, what he had to do is he kind of shifted gears. About the time he started up with Sirius uh, XM, uh, he, uh, through therapy, learned he changed his style up a little bit. One of the things he talks about is how he learned through therapy, he learned to listen to people, which if you listen to Howard Stern, it's usually about him. But uh, his audience, um, millions of people, and they adapted with him. And that's a good point, right? As you learn and grow and as you change, go to therapy, a lot of people worry that as you change, um, relationships will fall apart and that, uh, you know, that uh, you, you'll feel awkward, so on and so forth. But Howard Stern is a good example of people that they they kind of went with him. They they followed him in his change. And that's what you can do for you and your family as well, is you go through the changes that you need to. And those that are followers, if you will, those that are fans, they'll come with you. As a matter of fact, they'll even admire you for the changes that that you make. I had a client in just yesterday and uh, she is, boy, she, uh, she really figured out how to make poor decisions. I told her she got an A in poor decisions. I told her to take on another hobby. But, uh, you know, one of the things that I, she was worried about is losing this friend base that she has. And she did this awesome job of inviting them to make the change with her. The idea is, and I told her that when you go and make that change, just like Howard Stern or whoever, there's other people that are just waiting for the courage to make that change. And you can use that position, that leadership, the admiration they have for you to make that change and uh, an opportunity for others to see somebody grow. You can be that example. So Howard Stern, we're going to keep talking about him. We'll come back in a moment and talk a little bit more about what Howard Stern learned Howard Stern learned, and some things that we can learn about ourselves and, and the, the work we can do, the progression we can make through counseling. All right. 
This is Counseling on Demand. We're talking about Howard Stern, among other many other uh, folks. And maybe, John, you can help me out on this. There was, uh, who's this guy? Uh, he, uh, he was in Transformers. He was the first uh, Transformers. I don't know the name of the individual. He was the one that... Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Sh- yeah, thank you very much. And the you, beef. There you go. And uh, <laughs> there's this video... Of uh, media caught up to him. He was on a bike riding somewhere in L.A. or something, just riding his bike. And I don't know the whole story behind it, but the part that captured me was uh, he was asked what he was doing. And and he was talking about how he was riding his bike, trying to work through some mental stress. And and one of the things he said that was really awesome is he said, um, you know, almost like the media kind of responded like, you know, celebrities have the stress and so on and so forth. There's mental health issues. And he said something really interesting. He said that uh, anybody in Hollywood that says they're not depressed is a liar. That was eye-opening. Yeah. Okay. Now, that's that's something that, uh, you know, obviously he can't say that globally, but he's one of those first ones, like I said, to say, hey, let's put aside, you know, what the persona and so forth have to put off you know, for making movies and so forth. The reality is, is that we all struggle. We all struggle. We all have things that we need to work on. And I think the expectations uh, that Howard Stern and others have of themselves and through through the media outlets and so forth, it, my my uh, guess is there's there's a tremendous amount of pressure. So anyways, Howard Stern, one of the things he took from therapy is he said he learned how to be a man. And if you think about Howard Stern, right, isn't this guy all about being rough and rugged and kind of overly candid and maybe even a little crude, you know, to kind of prove, you know, manhood and and kind of this pirate idea, right? He pushes things and calls people out on things. But uh, he said therapy for the first time he sat down and he talks about how he sat down and learned that uh, being a man is learning to sit down and put off that, you know, get rid of the facade. And uh, do you do that, right? Howard Stern sat down. He was in radio mode. He was he was uh, getting laughter out of the therapist, so on and so forth, talking about family members and family history and making all these jokes. And what brought him to a place that has put him in a position to help us, as he said, you know, his therapist said to him, the things that you're talking about, get off the radio. He says, you're talking radio, but the things you're saying are sad. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And so he said for the first time, he felt permission to put that aside and in the privacy of that that session, be present, be uh, in touch with what he's really feeling. And he realized uh, being a man means being scared. It's acknowledging uh, who you are. I think it was General uh, Schwarzkopf that said he never trusted a man that didn't cry, right? So Howard Stern is a great example of, hey, let's let's get away from what everybody thinks and so on and so forth, but let's be real. Are you real with yourself? You know, there's what the world expects of you, but you live with yourself every day. Howard Stern is saying, I want to improve upon what I go home with every day, which is myself. As a matter of fact, something he said really interesting in this interview is he they were asking about his old books from like the probably the nineties, early two thousands. You got uh, you got private parts, you got uh 
There, yeah, there's private parts. I can't remember. I can can't remember, remember the, the pictures. Yeah. 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 And uh, he was embarrassed. He uh, asked not to talk about those. He said that was a different person. It was a different time. And what an example of somebody that's willing to grow outside of, you know, what um, kind of the audience and the persona he created. Are you that person? Are you in a place where it's time to grow? Are you in a place where you're willing to look at yourself and say, I ultimately need to live with myself? And it's okay to say, you know, whether I made millions off of books or whatever, I'm going to put those things back there. That was a time and a place. But uh, it's time to grow. It's time to change. It's time to find myself. And I tell you what, uh, hopefully, you know, find that place because the work that I do, I find that it follows you until you slow down and take a look at yourself. Life is going to continue to put you in positions where ultimately you get to learn that what you think, what you feel matters, and not to worry so much about the audience, about uh, those that uh, financially support you through listening, so on and so forth. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's the tricky thing. Like, um, so I'm I'm a professional radio show yeah. host by yeah. trade. I would never compare myself to Howard Stern because that's okay. just not the style of jock that I am. But I am a professional entertainer, right? And I make a living on whether or not I can get people to like me, right? You know, right? That's, and I think about uh, Shia LaBeouf saying that if you if you meet somebody in Hollywood that's not depressed, they're they're a liar. And yeah. I, I think the reason for that is, and I'm not the doctor here. Maybe you can speak to this. I think the reason is is that we as their as their customers yeah. we don't allow them to grow. Right. Okay. Right? So I have a I have a friend and I can't tell you the name but right. he was a he was a big star in the 80s. Okay. He was a big movie star and now he he sells houses. He's a real yeah. estate. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And whenever he meets somebody in public and they recognize who he is the first thing they always say to him is Oh hey, what happened? Wow! What? Where? Where did you go? Okay, and wow, like and he's undone almost, like you fell apart. From... And and he always compares it. He's like, imagine if I were a plumber and I did my best plumbing in the eighties. Okay, and nobody ever let me forget it. Right? Like, how could I? You know, how could I ever go back to doing that? Wow! And yeah, I mean, it, it's got to be frustrating to be a movie star and have somebody come up and go, "Oh man, you used to be famous. You right. used to be something." Wow. What happened? Wow, right. And so and and there's a great feeling, you know, a lot of celebrities they get involved in uh drugs, different things, you know, that feedback, the how many people show up for a concert and everything's like that. The, there's a glutamate and different neurotransmitters that kick in. And so to step away like Howard Stern did and say, Hey, I gotta find myself, that's that's a pretty big risk. And then, uh, you know, like Shia LaBeouf and, and so forth, they, they're, uh, and there's uh, some other folks that we can bring up, but yeah, they, they're trying to live up to a certain persona um, or a certain character and uh, you lose yourself. You have to be really careful not to lose yourself. And uh, of all people, I think it's just, I saw this story, I thought it was amazing that of all people who kind of put off this idea that he doesn't really care what anybody thinks and he's really confident he he went to a vulnerable place are you willing to go to a vulnerable place and in so doing john i think don't you think uh, as you do that it puts you in a place to 
uh, become better at radio or whatever it is you might do. Absolutely. Um, and it's it's funny, like like Howard, he'll be the first to tell you that, yeah, one in four cars at one point in New York City were listening to Howard Stern. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he was worried about the other three. Yes. You know, why why are they not listening? You know, he he wasn't focused on on the positive. He was like, what am I doing wrong? Why don't these other people like me? Right. And in the public eye, you know, and and I've been doing radio for 24 years. Okay. So I can, you know, I can I can see a lot of myself in this. Uh-huh. And I I know we're going long here, but I'm sorry. We're, you're good. Um, you're good. My 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 real self, my honest self, uh-huh. as as you guys like to say, yeah, I can't control that, right. right? I can control the persona that I project, right? I can control who I am on the radio, right? And I can decide whether or not you like me, right? Uh, but my honest self, yeah, m- man, that's <laughs> scary. Yeah, that's terrifying for for people like like us, right? right. So right, kudos to Howard for getting out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and uh, being an example of how, you know, I don't like this idea of high profile, those terms. But the idea is he's saying, you know, well, for example, based in this interview, he talked exactly what you're talking about. He said uh, those two or three that that don't care about me, that he's like, they don't even come to mind anymore. Right. He's like, they are valid in their own interests. It's not about me. It's about preferences and so forth. And so in so doing, I think it it, uh, it allows us, you know, we're not at that same high profile, if you will. Um, and ultimately, we're going to be okay uh, and better for it by Absolutely. looking at that honest self and so on and so forth. And boy, I tell you what, I don't like to look at myself. Sometimes I, I worry about what's in there. But uh, what a great example through through him to, to uh, put ourself and our mental wellness above uh, and risking career, so to speak. And of course, obviously, um, it's only going to enhance the work that he's done. So anyways, that's Howard Stern. Uh, what a great guy. You know, how many people say that, right? He uh, gets the attention usually more in a negative way. Uh, so pull Howard Stern. Take a look at yourself. Uh, don't worry so much about what other people think and say, hey, you know, maybe there's something I can learn. You know, by the way, Howard Stern said something, and maybe you can identify with it. After his divorce, he said he was scared to death. He didn't know how to be a father. He didn't know how to do so many things. Uh, if you're scared to death, you're you're in a place that maybe you don't know what to do. Uh, sit down with somebody, and uh, and you'll be better for it. Hey, listen, I'm Fred Riley. Thank you for listening to uh, this episode of Counseling on Demand. As always, please feel free to give us feedback and and rate this uh, podcast. And as always, please keep in mind that you get to choose who's in your life. <laughs>